We originally did a part one. Hello. One, not even a part one. We originally did a uh, episode, episode forty-eight on race and other things in movies and TV and society and all these things. And it just turns out that one episode wasn't enough. Why don't Why don't we do this on the podcast? Is it recording? It's on pre-roll. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, I mean, I'm just doing... Fuck it. Okay, fine. Shall we just start then? Yeah, okay. Welcome to the MovieBuilder.org podcast, episode number 48. Take two. Take two. <laughs> Tell me... <laughs> Why? Why did? Why are we doing the uh, take two, which we've never done before? Well, so this we've been talking about this episode for so long now, um, and as we both know, and as our listeners may know and understand, that race in movies and TV and generally society is no easy topic to 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 tackle. I think it's easy. I mean, if we. <laughs> If we're, yeah, okay, fine. It's fairly simple to tackle, but if we're going to be talking about specific things and how everything is connected to each other, then I guess we needed to do our research. This sounds like bullshit. All right. This sounds like bullshit. Anyway, so we were researching for a long time and we did uh, a, an episode. We did a three hour episode, in fact. Um, but that episode, whilst educational and um, insightful. It just turned out that Kushal was talking for two hours and 45 minutes and I had said something for 15 of those minutes. Um, <laughs> I still don't think that's the reason we're doing this another take. No, no, no. I think there's a, there's more things we need to address because as as we'd finished that episode, we'd went, in fact, the following week we went to watch Detroit um, and there were other things that I think we added into the uh, notes or show notes that uh, I think I hadn't kind of brought up in, yeah. in the previous episode as well. I think I didn't get to say enough or I didn't have much of a, I don't know, opinion on things. Um, I, I think there's something else, which is the thing I want to address, which okay, is that I really don't think people would have been able to handle that episode. It yeah. was full on. Yeah. Really? Sorry. You've got like a remote camera on me do i have to suck in all the way through the <laughs> episode can no, i no, make up I'm gonna... <laughs> um you can watch this video uh the movie or sessions on our on youtube channel at some Please point don't. but uh if you don't want no you don't want to you don't want people to watch it or no yeah watch it fine uh, we don't have to put this out of you if you're ashamed of this i'm always ashamed okay Generally, not just of this. Um, yeah, sorry, Karen. <laughs> don't know. Right. Okay. So let's get to it. Uh, we've got a few. I uh, watched a couple more films as well, which work. So we've got some films we'll talk about. We'll start off doing a normal episode. Um, <clears throat> and then um, then I guess we'll do, we'll get into it. And it will be long. Um, there's no, there's no way of avoiding that. Yeah. But I think... Uh, We'll split it into two downloads. Okay, yeah. Um, and I think we'll do, we were talking about doing some creative editing. How do you mean? Um, possibly with some extra audio added in. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All That's that fine. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Right, where do you want to start? Catch up. Yes. Yes. Let's Ad- catch up. Address any feedback from the previous episodes. Are we... Uh, that's a good point. Did you, did you mention the things that my, my, co- my previous... <laughs> that's why i'm sitting here quietly i did i did uh oh i just thought it was ridiculous how you and your um you and your buddies have been marching around and with you with your fancy new supremacist haircut with the with the floppy top and the shaven off sides and and i'm the one who gets a complaint um i mean i you know i put put the shows together what did you say the material what what did you say (laughs) Do the research, make the notes. Insult women. <laughs> okay, what do you? Let's put some uh, context behind this. What did you actually say? That I didn't. I didn't. I don't think I said anything wrong. I think I badly phrased something. What I said was about um, <clears throat> what's that stupid show? Outlander. Outlander. <laughs> right. <clears throat> so um, I, I said this is probably going to sound sexist, but. Now, that is never a good way to start any sentence. It's like when people say, I'm not being racist, but (laughs) the next thing you're saying is going to be racist. 100% money on the table. Um, That was a bad choice of words. I don't, I'm not going to defend, well, I am going to defend what I said. I'm not going to say that what I said was wrong. I just said it very badly. What I said was, I thought that (laughs) middle-aged women would like the show, Um, which sounds terrible because it sounds like I'm making a judgment on what I think of middle-aged women and mm. what I think of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, what I should have said is that the guys who made the show yeah. and, and, and the woman who wrote the book yeah. um, seems to have targeted, um, it's known as a mummy novel okay. and a mummy series. Mum, um, <laughs> and middle-aged women seem to like it and that seems to be the demographic they've targeted. Okay. So I shouldn't be crucified for highlighting <laughs> The demographic they have targeted anyway. Yes. Um, but I should be for the way I said it. It was just terrible. Okay. Anyway, done. But it's nice that we're getting feedback, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I love it. What a wonderful experience. <sighs> no, it is nice. It is nice. It's good to... This is how we're going to learn. I mean, when we started doing this, we'd never done this before. And we were told, do 100 episodes and then you'll be on it. Yep. We're, we're over halfway there. Well, you are. For me, it's like I'm not even a quarter of the way there. So, you know, I'm learning. We start on episode 30, 30, right? Yeah. But for me, it's this is the 16th episode or 17th. For me. I suppose, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm still enjoying it. Yeah, me too. This is like one of the few things we've spoken about this before. This is one of the few things that we, at least, sorry, I've done is consistently throughout my life that we've never I've never kind of had enough of it's good it's good it's it's educational as well alright okay so um, disclaimer well shall I just go through the disclaimer so that's out of the way yeah let's do it alright so this episode has some heavy material Um, if you are the kind of person that has an opinion then you're going to be offended by at least something in this show. Um, And that's not intentional. That is because uh, there are things here that there's, there's material here that you're going to disagree with. And it only takes an opinion um, to disagree with it. 
Um, saying that, we've done a lot of research and we've got a lot of notes and we're going to have a lot of show notes, I hope. Yes. Yes. So um, all the references will be there for the material that we talk about so you can go and look them up and if you don't agree with them and don't like them, don't like how we've interpreted them, then feel free to find Garana at his workplace and let him know. How's that new workplace going? Uh, hands down, pretty one of the best jobs I've ever had. Oh, that's so nice to hear. Yeah. Oh, that's good. It's um, it's really good. Just just last Friday, I was the liaison for a film production company who came onto campus. And uh, I was taking them around to like the library and to all the film locations and things. That's um, nice. It was nice. It was a good experience. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. Okay. That's good. Yes. That's really good. Um, right. So this show, we're going to do a normal show at the beginning and then we're going to go over into the material. The, where this show came from was um, it was triggered by the, the, some of the news and shocking reactions that we saw around Dear White People when it was released on Netflix. The series, not the film. The film is a bit... Um, just watch the series. We're going to go over... <laughs> it triggered issues and conversations around um, white white privilege. And which for some people... Cheers. Which for some people is a sensitive topic. Um, not for us. Why is that? Because we're brown. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So in case you hadn't figured that out, uh, where where you know, not white. Um, but please keep listening, despite that. <laughs> yes. Uh, um, no, I agree. Gonna... I think. Um, Go on. If I may. Um, I think the show itself, when it first came out, it there was a lot of you know there was a lot of simple things like our show or dear white people, dear white people, right? And our show, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, there, same. There was same. a lot of people who, there were a lot of people offended by the title in itself and were put off by the title. Just kind of asking people, have you seen this show? And hearing a no, just a flat no was mm. interesting yeah. to me. There wasn't a, oh, I haven't got around to it. It was just a no. Yeah, same here. And I didn't, you kind of have to be careful where to pry because it's a... Well, this is what we're doing this episode is because we can kind of discover and explore. Yeah. So the next thing we're going to talk about is a description of what, you know, why this show might have been made, what this privileged thing is that they're talking about and that we're talking about. Um, where we are today, you know, it's, it's. I mean, today in the news, we've got the, uh, the four guys, the four guys being taken down from the army who are part of national action, um, which are very much a, seem like a UK supremacist group. Or something along those lines. We've had Charlottesville a couple of weeks ago. Um, and more. I mean, you know, I watched the Edinburgh Fringe, uh, the Asian section of the Edinburgh Fringe. I watched more, but the Asian section was, was interesting. There's some sort of beginner comedians on there. It was it was shocking how often Brexit came up. And every single time it did come up, it wasn't, it wasn't a balanced view. It was a pure accusation of uh, national... Um, implied accusation of national racism towards non-whites. That's that's that's, and everyone was enjoying it and laughing. It wasn't like the audience were offended by it. So, seems to be a thing out there. Um, 
and we we are still going through this Brexit shit, mm. and and there's an interpretation that non-whites, many non-whites have, of why this is happening. So why are we here? Uh, how did we get here? We'll talk a bit about that and how we think it's tied to movies and TVs and that yep. history. Um, and where do we go from here? Yeah. And then some further references, reading material. Yeah, and I think um, that I'm going to do my best to articulate my thoughts uh, and feelings about these the topics that we talk about. Um, I'm still getting my head around um, th- this enormous subject matter, and I'm I'm a funnily enough, um, or whatever you want to call it, I've only just become aware of the impact it's having on the world. I think over the last, we've spoken about this at length on other podcasts. I'm just becoming aware of the impact of, you know, not just, uh, you know, racism, but everything else that's kind of having like, the kind of impact it's having on the world, I guess. So I'm going to try my best to try and articulate. Okay, cool. Um, and that'd be interesting. And, that, and that, that's why, and that's another reason, I guess, why we're doing this again, because um, I've got a background in um, sort of, that's my phone, um, postgrad business studies and social science. Um, I That's why I get researchy and referency yes. with all these things. Uh, and that's not common knowledge. So, which is why I try and share it on the podcast. Yep. And so you've been over a take, you've been over some of this material already. It's going to be interesting to see what you remember, what you want to comment on. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's fine. It's not a yeah. test. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. cool. Well, yeah. it might be a test. You don't know. We'll see at the end. <laughs> um, all right. So let's talk about what we've been doing uh, before all that. We get into all that. Regular podcast shit. Uh, Expanse season two coming out, 8th of September. That's like a couple of days from now. So I'm... Um, very excited about that. You seen Expanse season one yet? I have not. Quite honestly. Why? Um, let's see. Since we've moved into our new place, oh, um, we've been watching. We've killed an absolute crap load of other series. Um, Expanse. So we're trying to get out the the series, the ones that we both want to watch. Out of the way. How many times have you seen Sons of Anarchy? Just the once. No, don't I? <laughs> oh, so have I seen it? Yeah, twice. Sorry. Okay. Um, so we've been, you know, we we'll watch things like, uh, obviously Sons of Anarchy, we finished off Ozark, we finished off. You finished off Ozark? Yeah. Tell me about Ozark. Ozark. Um, so it's an interesting show. I haven't started it at okay. all. I'm trying to get house late. To put it simply, um, it's probably one of the better series they've put out on Netflix in the last year or so. Jason Bateman is amazing. Jason Bateman in anything is amazing. Um, even more so when he's playing a dramatic role, he's, he still maintains a semblance of comedic performance, but it's not, it's not entirely comedy Jason Bateman. Is it like when, um, what's his name? Will Ferrell. No. Yeah. Will Ferrell. And also who did it before that? Ace Ventura. Oh, Jim Curry. I knew he had a real name. Yep. (laughs) Uh, it's like when he went psycho and played cable guy. Um, no, kind of different because um, in comparison, it's probably not that big of a deal because, you know, Jim Curry played a very kind of, that was in contrast, a very different role. Okay. So this um, is still sort of similar, but normal. Yeah. He's very toned. Jason Bateman's still toned down. He's just not funny. Well, he's funny, but he's just very, 
I guess sullen, and he's just kind of straight up. So highly, rec- highly recommended. Highly or recommended. Just oh yeah, highly recommended. recommended. It's eight episodes. It's eight episodes, and sure. it's um, it's effectively a crime drama. Um, do you know the the premise of the show? No. Uh, yeah, I saw I saw the blurb text. Yeah. Some guy and money yeah, runs away. And things like mafia that. people involved somehow. It's interesting to see how the story is developing. I think, and that's yeah. what's um, interesting to me. So. Um, yeah, no, no, I highly recommend it. That's probably one of the best shows we've watched on Netflix in the last year. Narcos is back, by the way. Season Narcos. three. Narcos. Narcos. See. Ha. See. Uh, cool. All right. Um, oh, I've got one. So, Bastard DC got me again. Oh, dear. I quit DC, as I keep telling people. So, I don't watch no DC. And then I suddenly found myself watching DC, which is very annoying. So, I want you to imagine this. What do you think of this? Tell me this. Um, I'm interested. All right. So imagine if uh, one of the writers from Breaking Bad, yeah? Yep. And Seth Rogen got together, you know, Mr. Pineapple Express and yep. Bad. And then imagine if they decided to put something together with some seriously good actors, with, with a director that was obviously a big fan of Tarantino and Guy Ritchie yep. and made sure that their dialogue was like sort of uh, off the cuff Kevin Smith style. Mm-hmm. Would that sound cool? Oh, it would sound amazing. Yeah. You that, had me at Kevin Smith. That is Preacher. I've seen, the, I've seen this advertised all over Amazon. Preacher is an old DC comic. Yes, I've heard of this. Yeah. The Saint of Killers is in it and makes an appearance. Um, who's a legendary DC character there's lots lots of in a few different comics um and it's good it's really good like I was, I was originally told it's good it's violent all this stuff uh started watching it and I thought this is exceptionally good um and it's just I think season two is just finished or finishing and it's still amazing hmm. I can't like literally I've got it in my calendar because I can't wait for the next episode to come yeah, out Dominic, Cooper, Dominic Cooper who's Howard Stark yes um and Ruth Negger from uh, Loving. Yep. She's amazing in this. Okay. Um, and more. I mean, it's 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 good. Sam Caitlin was the Breaking Bad author, by the way. I might give him a mention. So I'd highly recommend that. I'll add it to the list. I've been seeing it. I want to watch it. But I, I'm i hoping it's not like American Gods where it's really tough to kind of... No. American, do you know what? American Gods felt like that book... Uh, you watched it all? No. There's the book, um, Thinking Fast and Slow. Thinking Slow Fast, yeah. Yeah, it yeah, yeah, felt yeah. like that. Really? Yeah. How do you mean? It was, t- it was, it felt tough to kind of get into. <laughs> okay, fine. So, yeah. I loved it. I, I couldn't, I couldn't stop watching it, American Gods. I just finished watching it. And yeah, um, yeah I'm just, again, it was really short. Eight, eight episodes? Or something. Or but they're an hour each, aren't they? Yeah, but it wasn't enough. More. I want more. It was. It was really good. Neil Gaiman. Neil yep. Gaiman novels. Yeah. Um, Nancy is the guy I was thinking of. Mister Nancy. Have you seen the slave ship scene with a spider? No. Okay. No. No. Fine. Well, he's actually from a different um, Neil Gaiman novel. Okay. Is it Neil Gaiman. Yeah. 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 That's right. I'm confusing myself. But yeah, he's a. Uh, He's, they've mixed a few extra characters in there. It's good. Interesting. 
As in, like, are they supposed to be mixed or? Uh, well, I don't know. I've not read American Gods, okay. so I, he might. I might be the Neil Gaiman mixed them in. No. Okay. It's good. It's really good. Uh, something different. So lots of he has lots of uh, opinions um, on you know gods and religion and yep. lots of reflection. I think okay. he's he's doing when he wrote that. Um, and it will come through. It will it all comes through in the dialogue. It's great. Mm. Uh, all right, continuum. Yep, I've seen that. Um, I'd recommend this for something. It's not a crazy American series. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, filmed in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, this is really weird recording this as a t- second take. So <laughs> I'm getting flashbacks of what you did last time. You're like Vancouver. Oh, is that Vancouver? <laughs> like, this time, like, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, filmed in Vancouver. Isn't that amazing? It's so amazing. And uh, basically, everything is shot in Vancouver these days, though. Oh, no, but this is actually in Vancouver in the series. Oh, I see. okay, uh, I yeah. see. Okay. And it's in the it's in the future, and um, and then all these people get shoved back in time, and there's a cop that goes back in time with a load of prisoners. And if it was an American series, then it'd be like an action series where the cop is hunting the prisoners and mysterious things are happening and they're all connected somehow across the series. Like heroes. Yeah, or something, yeah. some shit like that. So, but this is Canadian. Interesting, okay. There's no good guys, there's no bad guys. The objectives of both the prisoners and the police officer are questionable and also oh, yes, relatable. And yeah, you yeah. can choose which side. You, you could, if you wanted, choose which side you see the, the struggle from. Which is, makes it very interesting to watch. Oh, this is Netflix, isn't it? It is on Netflix. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah, it was. It was. It was on. Uh, I think it was on Amazon for a while, but it's on Netflix now. Okay. Um. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've been told off by two different people saying Netflix, Netflix, Netflix. Do you know what? It's difficult today. There's lots of providers. Amazon is a provider. Netflix is a provider. Yep. Um. Nothing good is on. De- well, thing is, we we could talk about Sky Atlantic, which is basically the same thing. When we're talking about shows, or Sky Go. Sky Go. What's that? Is that the thing that you use? Yeah, so Sky Go have like an online only thing. Right. And it includes Sky Atlantic, as far as I remember. Oh, you mean Now TV? Oh, Sky Go is what you get if you get Sky TV. That's right, yeah, yeah. And Now TV is their online one. Sorry. That's right, yeah, yeah. 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 Getting old. Yeah. No, I think that it might be the same thing because if you've got Sky, then I would imagine you've still got that. You've got like a subscription for the box sets, right? Yeah, but you don't get Now TV. It's a slightly different service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, you know, whoever your provider is, you know, unless you're watching BBC one, two, three, four, and five on terrestrial TV, you've got some kind of provider. Um, I don't think they have terrestrial TV anymore. But yeah, it's just it's digital, it's terrestrial, whatever the hell. They still they still have it. it still exists. It's, it's um, Freeview now. Same thing. Or oh, Free TV, whatever it's called. I don't know. Free to. Free to. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, the point is, yep. we recommend you add Amazon Prime and Netflix yeah. to get your content yep. and just stop using Cody, you pirating bastards. Yeah. And look, the way to justify it here is, let's say, for example. The Re- reason I'm saying that, just to interrupt you for a second, is I keep meeting, you know, supremely pious and religious people that are like vegetarian and, you know, go to their place of religious worship and they're thinking about going vegan. And, oh, I saw that the other day on Cody. What the fuck? I can't stop swearing. I know we said I was trying to stop swearing, but I can't. This is just, I'm like, what? what? No, we Bullshit. spoke about you stop swearing, but then you said well, there was no point because we have to keep the podcast explicit. Because keep it real. Yeah, keep it real. All right. You're um, saying. Yeah, that, that, that's stupid. I, I don't understand that. Where, where are your morals, people? Um, 
in the vegan food. I mean, if you're going to do it, just just go the whole way. Cody, meat, everything, you know, just just go for it. Anyway, that, so that is what that's, that that is deep. <laughs> if you're going to if you <laughs> If you're going to go Cody, then fucking eat meat. Drink, <laughs> smoke weed. It does make sense. It makes do sense. Do all the things. Um what I was gonna say, he's had to justify. Let's let's say every Friday night or what one Friday night yeah, let's say let's say you every you've got two Fridays each month where you might go to the pub or the temple and you might give a donation to the pub person or the temple person. If you, I, I always try and leave a donation in the pub. Good. So if you so what you could do sometimes you you might you might not have to do that if you wanna afford Netflix. Netflix costs seven pounds up seven eight pounds. I don't know seven pounds a month. Seven pounds a month is about the same cost as two pints, two and a half pints, probably. Yeah, two and a half pints or one donation at your local temple or church. We're not segregating here. My pub is my temple. That's deep. <laughs> <laughs> now, someone religious might say their body is their temple. No. Someone else's body is my temple. Um, <laughs> so, Killjoys. Okay, yep. Have you watched any of Killjoys yet? I haven't. Um, it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's really fun to watch. I keep saying it's shit, but it's fun to watch. Guilty pleasure. Is, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of a show that's the same. It's really difficult to think of one because look, Jersey Shore. Have you seen Jersey Shore before? Uh, I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, Because there's a lot of people. I know some people that watch a lot of Men in Chelsea. Yeah. 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 Same sort of thing. Uh, It's not as bad. It's actually, it does have a story. It's more interesting and, you know, it's not complete bullshit. Um, It's just that if you try to make a a science fiction sort of space um, pirate series with some of these you know, re- re- reclamation officers who just catch people. Um, and you had uh, like a really uh, a sort of, you could, you couldn't make the opposite series. So it's kind of related to this show. You couldn't make the opposite series. Right. Um, this is, you could, you could almost call this non-white privilege. If you had a middle-aged white guy, a uh, good looking middle-aged white guy as a captain of a ship and his, he was flying around doing, having all these adventures with two really hot dual heritage women. <laughs> I think there'd be uh, some odd reviews and complaints. Oh, it's just the Hannah Cayman. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So because she's the captain and her two hot middle-aged white dudes mm. are um, Jimmy Olsen and Scotty. That's it. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. I, I can't remember the names. Luke, Luke McFarlane. And then James and Sean Ashmore. Uh, one of the Ashmore, or maybe both of them. We don't know. Maybe both. <laughs> maybe both. Um, yeah. Which reminded me of a program that's on, uh, I thought I saw online where, is it Numi Rapace or someone plays yes. seven or eight sisters or something? Oh yeah, oh, yeah that's on Netflix. Oh yeah. Is um, it her? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yep. Um, best thing that's happened is um, I managed to find time to get through Rick and Morty season three. You know what's interesting about that show? Have you watched it? No, I haven't. Oh, fuck. I, I will watch it. I'm going to get around to watching it because I want to watch it. But what, what I find interesting is that Netflix yeah. don't actually... You know when you 
choose a kid's profile on Netflix. Yeah. yeah. It's still in the kid's profile. Is it really? Yeah. You're strange. How are you? Have you got, why have you got a kid's profile? Um, so Hina's niece <laughs> right. added it to her list. And I was like, you can't add this to your list. She's like, why? It's in the kid's section. I'm like, no, you can't watch this. It's really, because I've got G next to it. What's that mean? For guidance. Re- guidance recommended. Yeah. <laughs> It's a bit more than that. I, that's what I thought. <laughs> I remember watching a clip. It's and fucking that, Dan Harmon. Yeah. Um, anyway. Season three, I mean, he's taking it to another level. You've got guest voice voice people, Susan Sarandon, Christian Slater, Danny Trejo, Peter Serafinowicz. Did I say that right? Probably. And more. Just say the tick. He is the tick. Yep. Yep. Uh, have you watched the tick yet? I watched the first episode and I was like, okay, no, I don't want to just keep this on the background. I want to watch this properly. So I've, it's on my list and I'm, I'm going to watch it properly because I've is seen, season two just out, right? I don't know. No, no. Um, no, season one. Oh, because I keep seeing like, we're watching The Walking Dead as well. Only, only like six episodes. Oh. It's, they're really funny. I mean, it's really funny. It's a satire. It's a super, so if you don't like superhero stuff, mm-hmm. you'll love this. I remember, oh, if you don't like superhero stuff. Mm. Interesting. Or if, you ha- or if you have any issues with it, it's, it both makes fun of superhero tropes and it it also tries to analyse the, the, the bits in between, the, okay. the, 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 the attempt to balance a normal life with being some kind of superhero oh, nice, okay. and how idiotic most people would be if they tried to be a, a superhero. See, I was very funny. about this. Oh, and if you like K2SO... Okay. Oh, K2SO, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Then Alan Tudyk is back as the voice of Danger Boat. In the tick? Yes. That's weird. He's an AI in a boat. Okay. Danger Boat. Um, I won't watch the animated series. Tick. This is actually better than that. Interesting. Um, <laughs> okay. You watched Defenders? I did. You finished? Yes. Okay. What do you think? I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Hey, mm, thing is, anything they put out after Iron Fist is going to be good. <laughs> and I think that's what's happened here. Um, I don't know. There was still, it still felt kind of empty to me. Quite honestly, I'm just kind of waiting for Daredevil season three and uh, Luke Cage. Season I'm two. just waiting for Luke Cage season two. Um, more so Luke Cage and Daredevil, I think. Did you see that tweet uh, I put out? Of the, I mean, I did. I just retweeted a tweet, um, of the of Electra stunt woman fighting Black Widow stunt woman. I haven't seen the video yet. Okay, it's awesome. Okay, and people are like, "Why isn't it like this okay. in the series?" Okay, okay. And it's because they have to mix it with the actors who are doing an okay job, but not great. They're right. not. They're not on um, Keanu's level yet. See the. The show for me felt like a cross between the good parts of Iron Fist, yeah, and the bad so parts. Of first Iron couple episode, right? Basically, yeah. okay. so no, so it felt like a cross between Daredevil, yeah, the way it was shot and all that kind of stuff, crossed with the good parts of Iron Fist. So it wasn't, you know, it was weird because we've, you know, something simple as uh, the cuts during the fight scenes, yeah. That kind of stuff stressed me out because we're trying to go back to Daredevil, but they've just—it's almost as though they've kind of rewritten what made Daredevil good. Yeah, it was kind of rough around the edges. Yeah, 
but I think um, also um, what what where when are we going to see Kingpin again? Yeah, that was interesting because I've looked at there was there was no mention of him at all in this season. Yeah, or in Dead Defenders. It's almost as though he like there was some kind of dispute with his contract, so they haven't even mentioned him or nothing. Yeah, that was strange. That he was, was strange. easily probably one of the best parts of Daredevil. I'm hoping they're saving him up for something. Yeah. Okay. So you you didn't bat an eyelid when I said that they're not on Keanu's level. Yeah, sorry. No, I was going to get to that, but um. Gone. What were you? Have you seen John Wick yet? No, I've just seen the first one. I haven't seen the second one yet. Right. You like the first one? I loved it. Would you recommend it to people? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. That's tricky because it's a Keanu Reeves action film. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. What if someone said, oh, "You got to watch this film"? What is it? It's Keanu Reeves as an action film. I'd be like, "Seriously? What? Why? Is, are you not sort of got film withdrawal and he just watched it all?" <laughs> John Wick, chapter two, is on another level. It's amazing. He has raised the bar. That's what my note says. Bar raised. <laughs> he he has worked so hard on this film. Uh, he has taken... I mean, he made some crappy uh, Hong Kong films recently. And I saw those and I thought, okay, yeah, it's all right. He looks like a giant over there compared to people over there. It, he does. Everyone's quite short and he's huge. Um and I think he's learned a lot from Hong Kong cinema mm. and he's brought it back, realized he needs to do the stunts. He yeah. needs to be in there. Yeah. He needs to up the pace, the intensity. Definitely. And it is probably one of the best Hollywood action films I've yep. ever seen. You, I am actually keep thinking about it and want to watch it again. It was cool. That's why I've always, I've always been a fan of Keanu Reeves. Just, I love the effort that he puts in. This is, this um, is, this is a remarkable piece of work. The Tai Chi film that you made, what was it called? The Man... Something Tai Chi. Of tai Chi, whatever. Man of Tai Chi? Man of Tai Chi. Or something weird like that. Yeah, yeah. Something it was like pup. Um, pup. Hmm? Absolute pup. Yeah, but I remember watching the behind the scenes of it and the, again, the effort that he put into learning yep. just everything that you needed to do. Um, and then watching John Wick, it's like, I had to double take and see, is this, is that actually him doing all this stuff? But uh, yeah, I agree. He is, he, Keanu is on another level. It feels like he, now he's now in his prime. Um, and you watch oh, yeah. you watch it like Matrix, and it's like, well, okay, that was all right. It's kind of cool, but his physical ability compared to the Matrix has tripled. I'd say, yeah, it, he is a he's in a different place mm. to when he was when he made the Matrix, and yep. he blends gunfighting with martial arts yeah. so smoothly yeah. and perfectly in yeah. in John Wick tap, Chapter Two. Yeah. And no one even killed his dog this time. He just, you know, it's just for the fun of it. Yeah. King Arthur. I haven't oh, seen it yet. It's cool. Okay. It's not great. Yeah. It's worth a watch. It's a good Guy Ritchie film. You know but, what you're in for. So this is interesting because um, I know very little about the Knights and King Arthur and all this kind of stuff. But you've seen it. Yes. Um, and one thing I wasn't aware of, and you'd briefly mentioned this before, was the ethnic diversity within that film <laughs> and how reflective it was of how many complaints it had yeah and how reflective well quote unquote how reflective it was of uh, the stories what are you 
Why did a Chinese guy on a round table? One of those ones. Yeah. Okay. It's hundred eyes, by the way. Oh, is it? Hundred eyes from Marco Polo. Was he from King Kill Bill? I don't remember him in Kill Bill. Just feels like. I don't know. No, Karen. Okay. Um, well, if he was, he was in makeup or something. Uh, he's so hundred is still the best thing he's ever done. Hundred eyes is still the best character he's played. Uh, this is good. It's all right. Uh, yes, apparently um, historians have found that six percent of the um, round table, roughly six percent, um, or just over, uh, were not from uh, were not English. They were, you know, non-white from other parts of the world. Um, these, he, you know, uh, apparently Arthur built these relationships and had these people from all over the place. Uh, had a, uh, a warrior from Africa and had a warrior from China and um, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, uh, Guy Ritchie's taken this into consideration in in putting this film together and makes it a very nice film to watch. Finally, a filmmaker who knows what inclusion is. <sighs> I mean, it's a very male film. Okay. Inclusion it's, of the races. Yeah, it wouldn't pass the Bechdel test. Um, okay. <laughs> but, it, but this other thing he's done, it, it, it makes it fun to watch. Um, it's a fun film. You know, if you're looking for a film, you want to sit down, watch some action film that's not completely shit and you've got like a massive bucket of popcorn uh, or the one of the instant popcorn shit you stick in the microwave and make it smell. Hey, did you know that Charlie Hunnam was in Sons of Anarchy? <laughs> you should watch it. And he is King Arthur. Oh, that's not giving anything away, I don't think. <laughs> Fuck's sake. All right. Yep. Uh, I watched Mechanic Resurrection by accident. Mm. I just wanted something to watch and the picture on the program thing, Amazon or somewhere, looked good. Yeah. Uh, and also I found out, what's her name was in it? Jessica Alba. Jessica Alba, who I haven't seen for ages. Uh, and then... Who now really runs her own company. Yeah, honest, honest company. She makes so, honest goods. Apparently, yeah. they're honest, 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 honestly, <laughs> honestly, they are honest. Anyway, uh, I think she's just keeping her acting career warm. Um, I don't know how warm it got on that film. Not sure why she made it. It's odd watching that. Uh, but then we went to cinema to watch Spider Man: Homecoming. Sp- We've seen a lot of films. It's been a long time since we uh, yeah did a show. Spider Man. Yes. Oh, Spider-Man. That's weird. I've seen it twice, I think. Is that why you're having weird shivers? Yeah, weird shivers, yeah. Um, Sorry, is that... Okay. What? Making my eye twitch. Sorry. I don't want to say what I was going to say. <laughs> get, say off, get off me. <laughs> this is not why we're in the same Just room. Say, say it all you You can't say. touch me in the middle of a show. It's very disturbing. <laughs> what are you going to say? I've forgotten you touched me, so it's... it's Forgotten everything now. Took your powers away like Rogue. Yeah, that's what you did. Please tell me why you were getting cold, weird, warm shivers. This Spider-Man, um, it feels like every time we get a new Spider-Man, we get a closer representation of what's of who Spider-Man actually is in the comics. And it felt like this one was the closest representation that we have. Let me let Go me on. just because I, I get confused watching these films. Okay. I've never seen the regeneration scene, but Spider-Man transmogrifies like Doctor Who, right? Um, yeah, because he's always white, yeah. 
Nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> okay, go on. Uh, yes, there've been a lot of Spider-Mans. Um, I, I thought it was okay. Okay. Um, Michael Keaton Birdman was weird. Yeah. If if we're going to talk about the film itself, yeah, film was okay. But I think the character that we got and what's his name? Tom Holland. That's it. And the way they told the story with all his friends and the, at times, forced um, representation that we had uh, was brilliant, I think. Forced representation? Yeah, it felt like it was, let's chuck some diversity in there sort of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? If, sometimes it worked and sometimes it was cool because it didn't, it wasn't, uh, it didn't feel forced. But Sometimes it seemed a little desperate. Yeah, um, what was the film? Magnificent Seven. Yeah, like we've had complaints. We must make it whatever. Yeah, yeah, but it also fits within context because we're in modern day New York. We're in Midtown. We're in a high school full of obviously these kids, and it made sense that we had <laughs> these a, kids. It made sense that we had all this um, this diversity. But yeah, no, it did kind of feel forced. But um, the coolest part of the film, and it gave me a little bit of hope, was the indirect introduction of miles morales yeah which that was, was good that was cool yeah which was brilliant spoiler yeah i mean um but it also the fact that it was donald glover to be the one yeah to be that bridge yeah, which yeah. is oh. almost poetic um for those of you who don't know donald glover was part of well he was the subject of a campaign that people were trying to uh push for him to become uh, the next Spider-Man. Um, and that kind of fell through. Yep. But uh, yeah, his inclusion in this film, if you haven't seen it by now, I guess it's not really a spoiler anymore. Is it? What, 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 which bit? The what the bit where he's, we kind of know who he is. Who, who is? Donald Glover. Oh, okay. So Donald Glover's character, he plays the uncle of Miles Morales and uh, his uncle in the comics yes. is... Um, I forget his name. He's um, he's also a kind of a cat burglar, so he he kind of he dresses up and fucking Catman. No, what's his name? Catman. Sneaker. Sneaking person. Sneaking person. That is like a superhero title straight out of Mystery Men. <laughs> hey, have you got my Mystery Men DVD? <laughs> you still got it? Have you watched it? <laughs> fucking hell. You had that for like a, three years. A year. I, I saw it the other day um, and I've put it on a pile of DVDs that I want to watch. Yeah. But now I've still got it. Prowler, close enough. Sneaking person. So he plays Prowler who uh, is just a kind of cat burglar and um, he comes across a spider and that's how Miles Morales gets his powers and things. All right. But anyway, so yeah, it was a nice way of kind of introducing Miles yeah. Morales' character and it kind of gives me hope and I've kind of already thought of a rough little theory in my head that when Spider-Man may die in Infinity War. Okay. We get an introduction of Miles Morales, which is kind of justified to have another reboot of Spider-Man. That would be nice. Um, but it makes sense. It would make sense because the other Spider-Man in the comic books, Peter Parker, does die. Um, and that's how Miles Morales kind of what's all, what's, all this, what's all this stuff about Marvel having a reboot? What do you mean? I read about this. Yeah, some weird com- comments by producers. All right, never mind. We haven't looked it up yet. It would make sense though because after Infinity War, what yep. the hell are they going to do? Yeah, that's true. I'm sure that their contracts are kind of up after this point, isn't it? 
while we're talking about superheroes, yep. I watched Power Rangers. It was awesome. Yes, it was. Weirdly awesome. I didn't expect it to be any good, but yep. it was really enjoyable and I would I would watch the next film. Doesn't take yourself seriously. Yep. It's fun to watch. Yep. It bothers me that it wasn't taken it wasn't like received well though. Yeah, it's still shitty. Yeah, but it's supposed to be. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's good. Uh, I watched 10 minutes of Bad Moms. So did I. Fuck. And we didn't do that. That wasn't together either. No, it wasn't. It wasn't one of those evenings where we said, let's watch Bad Moms. Uh, so I'm not sure if it's any good because I just couldn't get through past those 10 minutes. It was terrible. Another film that we nearly didn't got, get past 10 minutes on that you wanted to walk out the cinema on. Yes. <laughs> was this pile of shit called Valerian. Oh my god what you talk about it i was really disappointed i was really disappointed because you were disappointed within 15 minutes yeah so <laughs> my issue with this film was the thing the thing is was when i when i watched the trailer i was really excited because it reminded me if you haven't played mass effect then watch a trailer of it or something but it reminded me of mass effect because of the logo because the logo and uh, the their spacesuits that they were wearing. Oh, that's true. And the aliens. And the aliens. Um, Some of them. I'm always, I've always been a big fan of universes who create, or people, uh, or at least we have a universe that has a shitload of different characters, races, and uh, it's kind of a self-contained universe, if that makes sense. Um, like an expanded universe, that thing. So you know that every like creature has its backstory. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, that's a science fiction thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you watch this film and you're like, fuck, this looks so good, but it's so shit. Yes. It just felt like what Jupiter Ascending would feel like if it was a little bit better. No, no. I actually think this was worse than Jupiter Ascending. Interesting. Oh. Um, yeah, okay, I can agree with that. Yeah, At least it, as bad. I didn't want to walk out, or sorry, we'll stop watching Jupiter Ascending. Oh, really? But Jupiter Ascending was like two and a half hours, wasn't it? I can't remember. <laughs> I just remember getting angrier and angrier. Yes. Um. So yeah, disappointed would be the word. I don't, I just don't know why we did that to ourselves. We didn't even pay for the tickets and we still did that to ourselves. If you have made the mistake of watching Valerian... Um, and you want to recover your love for science fiction, I'd recommend Spectral. Now, I, I would have said before, you know, I apologize, it's on Netflix, blah, 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 blah. But hey, we've got films at the cinema now, like Hitman's Bodyguard, which are by Netflix, and they're regular movies. That means Amazon's going to have to show them, and, you know, they're going to be everywhere. So get over it. Um, <laughs> just a quick thing on Power Rangers, I'm just reading this thing. It says, um, the Lionsgate CEO says, we could see you doing five or six or seven. <laughs> and it said, the possibility of a sequel increased once more in early two, July 2017 when it was reported that the film held the number one spot in home media sales and rentals in its first week. Okay, cool. Yes. There's a big generation of people that will love that. Yeah. And they can do lots of guest star things and stuff like that. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, Spectral. Spectral is on Netflix. It's good. I haven't seen this. It's weird. Like it looks like it's going to be some weird science fiction thing with got like ghosts in it. Uh, and you think, oh no, science fiction film with ghosts. That's sort of mixing supernatural weirdness with That's science, not science fiction. fiction. Yeah. But uh, it's all good at the end. 
trust me. Uh, it's good. It's worth watching. It's a bit of a reach, the actual storyline. Um, but it's a nice little film to watch. Yeah. Right. Obviously, 13th, part of the research for this, we watched 13th. Mm. Uh, phenomenal documentary. Yep. Um, covers a lot of material. Uh, a lot of material, it doesn't cover, f- uh, a lot of material it doesn't cover fully. Like uh, It covers what it can cover, <clears throat> excuse me, covers what it can cover with an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, yeah. And which it, is, and which is, Amazing, because yeah. we had a go at this already and it's difficult to, uh, <laughs> to cover a lot of material in an hour and a half. It is an incredible documentary that got me physically... It, I was angry. I oh, was, I was wondering what you are going to say there. Uh, um, yeah, I was livid. I just, I don't know. I couldn't control like how angry I was and I was just watching it and I could feel my heartbeat kind of... Well, just, just breaking things. I wanted to. Just throwing things around. But I was like my sat with... My hand on my stomach. Okay. I think you're lying. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing, but I don't want to know. So fine. Yeah. Uh, it's not that kind of film. No. Uh, documentary. <laughs> uh, I, while we're on the subject of documentaries, I watched some other ones recently. I watched um, Hypernormalization, which is, it was actually on BBC iPlayer, which is one of these weird documentaries that I wouldn't want to watch. The next two are both like that. Hypernormalization, it's very interesting and it's about how society and media and things around us have developed. It's kind of related to some of the stuff we talk about on this show. Uh, highly recommended. I thought it was one of these weird conspiracy things uh, that I wouldn't really watch because they're annoying, especially when you learn a bit about data and research and mm. how to uh, do critical thinking, which is an essential skill <laughs> these days. <clears throat> um, but it's good. I was confused. I thought, why is it on the BBC iPlayer? It's just, you know, just, it's just some weird junky thing saying that, oh, society's fucked and this is why, because of the reptiles. Um, you you laugh, but you'd be surprised. Just people still believe that? Oh, yes. Jesus Many new people are believing these strange things by weathermen. Um, I thought that was a thing only when V was airing. No, no, no. This is the thing. This is this books on this. This not the new one, the old one. Yeah, no. It's but it, this is good. It's well researched, and it will open your eyes to a lot of things which, uh, which are researched and are true. And you think, wow, I don't I know this. This is insane. Yeah. Um. And then I watched unacknowledged is one of these documentaries about. And are you ready for this? Yes. Aliens. Okay. You okay. watched any documentaries on aliens? I yes, I have. And do you believe in aliens now? I believe that there are life on other planets. Why do you believe that? Okay. So we live in a known multiverse, correct? Yes. I don't think it's unreasonable to think that in a distant galaxy that there is life there. Okay. What if it's just worms? Still life, isn't it? But wait, I don't know. I'm not saying they're going to be humans or they're going to be anything look like us, but I'm just saying there's life. Maybe they look like different sorts of creatures. I don't know. But I'm just saying it's logical to think. Do you believe there's aliens in spaceships that are visiting us? Um, 
part of me does. <laughs> a very small part. Then you may love this documentary. Okay. Now, I would normally not even touch a documentary like this with a barge pole. I was into reading this kind of stuff when I was a teenager and then eventually seemed to grow out of it. It just seemed like a load of poop knowledge. It, 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 I decided to unacknowledge it to myself <laughs> and... Um, uh, I that upset a lot of people because people would say to me, oh, but listen, and then they start telling me about it. So you need to watch this and watch this and read this. And I have tons of books on this subject because I was really into it because I wanted to know, is there anything to this? And there's no evidence or anything. Now, you're not going to watch this and see any evidence. Yeah? So you can just, just give it a minute. Evidence. Well, see, this is the point. What is very, very, very thought-provoking is that this is the matured... Um, progressive take on the whole alien thing. Okay. It is very, very thought-provoking mm. and it is surprising the number of people in high-ranking positions that have been collected or collated for this documentary. Okay. You can't stop watching it because you think, how are these people? Is this all true? And if this is all true, this is insane. It was, the reason I watched it I didn't know that when I watched it. The reason I watched it was because it was a number one downloaded thing on iTunes earlier this year. And I thought, what the fuck is going on? Does everyone just believe in aliens now? What's going on? It is intriguing. While it didn't move my opinion <laughs> on the non-existent of us on, on, on the subject, it is very challenging to watch because what it says is you have believed the... the um, the lie. No. So I, I will say that watching, so I remember watching a documentary uh, last year and it was kind of an older documentary and it was laughable. The things that these quote unquote scientists were saying, um, Oh, they, they took me into the spaceship and they probed me and I was there for two days and I can't remember anything. You know, things like that. I, it makes me laugh and I think it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's, it's not that. And now when I say it's for, of, I mean, a very small part of me that may believe that, that believes that this kind of thing they're there. That's amazing. I it's fascinating because there's uh, there's no part of <laughs> any of that shit that I can come to terms with. It's it's just like it's always someone with the lowest resolution camera, yeah, uh, with the shortest yeah. uh, focal length lens, yeah. yeah, who is having to digitally zoom in, yeah. until what you're watching is just a glorified pixel, yeah. Yep. single pixel yeah and again it's not I don't believe that these little green men exist I don't believe that they're disc shaped things I I believe there's enough photographers in this world with a plus 300 mil zoom lens yeah that could fucking get one of these at some kind of resolution that we could see what the fuck we're looking at but this thing maybe they're taking human form just putting it out there you know, the, I don't mind when we have this conversation when we're writing stories but today it's making me uncomfortable. Right, moving on. Come on. Uh, Hitman's Bodyguard. <laughs> Jesus. Hitman's Bodyguard. Yeah. So uh, how do you feel that you paid to watch this film? Not too bad because I know I paid £4. £4.50. Well, I haven't paid. I actually still owe the person who paid for the tickets. So I haven't paid for it yet. Um, it, was, it was an okay film. 
It it was funny at parts. I, uh, I um I did I don't know. I don't, there wasn't much else there. There was a there's a film of little substance. Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds. Sam Jackson being excessive. Sam Jackson. Um, you know I don't know. I would describe this film yep. as watching the film contains lots of footage of Ryan, Ryan, and Sam. Connecting all the good bits that were in the trailer. Yes. Yep. And that's about it. Yeah. It's very, very annoying. It was like some producer said, well, look, we know it's shit. Just put the good bits in the trailer. People who watch it will make money anyway. We'll see what happens with, with actors who have no need to make films anymore is they'll start picking up shit projects like this and they'll just do it because they feel like they, A, need, well want a little bit of money I guess or B they just feel like they're trying to take on a personal project of theirs that they wanted to get out of the system for a long time are you talking about Electra? yes okay <laughs> she was in it oh yeah yeah she was unfortunately okay um, and then the emotional trauma that we experienced never have I experienced so much emotion from watching a film than I had at watching Detroit was it more emotion than when you watched Viceroy's House? So much more. Okay. Particularly because I haven't seen Viceroy's House. You went to watch it with someone else. You were supposed to watch it with me. Well, I was supposed to... No, no, no. I was supposed to watch it with you. Hang on, you haven't seen it? No. I swear you were sitting next to me. No, because we were supposed to watch it together. And I was doing everything I can not to watch that film. And then we had this conversation on two two episodes ago, I think. And I said it was it, I wasn't and, it and it sounded racist. Yeah. And I said it, it wasn't the type of film that I would watch. Oh yeah. Do you remember this? Um oh my god. Yeah. Wow. That's strange. But after watching the partition documentary, I probably will watch it. Right, okay. Who the fuck did I watch it with? B. I'm sure I watched it with B. No, who did I watch? Anyway, it doesn't yeah. matter. Uh okay, Detroit. We had to go to the pub and have a drink afterwards. It's full on this one. I don't think that was enough. It's full on. Um, they they don't pull any punches with this film, and rightly so. They don't they don't need to. Um, but what bothered me, and I actually, someone on Twitter said the same thing, and I re- replied. Um, there were three other couples. Um, yeah, the cinema was. Fucking empty. empty. And this was two, three days after its release. Yeah. Um, and then uh, a similar guy on Twitter said the same thing. He said he watched it in America, I believe it was. And it was the same thing. There wasn't anybody in the theatre. Yeah. No one wants to see it. No. No one wants to face that part of history. Same thing over here. That's interesting, isn't it? But I think that's... Just that in itself is is a brilliant metaphor for just this the entire subject that we're going to be talking about is nobody wants to approach it because they're they don't know how to deal with it what is it is it because it's uncomfortable we all you don't know you're yeah, all yeah. White. exactly yeah that's true <laughs> damn how could i miss such a huge opportunity for an old brown joke <laughs> fucking hell i'm i'm losing it that was that was just a yeah you missed that one i missed it yeah um yeah, I think um, 
I can't explain why people don't want to watch it. I, I don't know. I just don't know. I think it is just a case of uh, ignorance. I guess. I guess I'm probably a good person to, to. Is it ignorance or is it so much discomfort? No one wants to go well, back there. The thing no is, I don't see that stuff. Well, no one wants to see what haunts um, blacks in America. What what's still the same well, today? This is what's interesting. I don't think anybody knows what haunts them because. Uh, speaking from experience, I guess, you know, I used to be one of these uh, alt people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got you there. <laughs> yeah. um, I used to be completely blind to it. Um, and my my perspective on it was everybody goes through problems. And that sounds horrible <laughs> now. It sounds horrible saying Your this. perspective on it was Lando. What? Lando's famous line. I've got my own problems. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that was literally it. And um, I'm not apologetic for it because there's no one I can apologize to who will ever forgive me for it. So uh, I just, if I regret anything in my life, and I don't regret anything in my life, if there's anything I regret is the fact that I didn't know about this. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's not a, and that's not a thing. That's, that's, well, that's, okay. So what you've just completely framed what we're talking about next in the second part of this, um, which is you grew up yeah. and your thinking is the result of what you have put in throughout your life, yeah. which is the TV mm-hmm. and movies and yeah. other media around us. Yes. So that, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening to part one of this episode. Um, you can catch part two. Are we releasing this on the same day? Same day? I think so, yeah. Okay, you can listen to part two uh, on the same day. Um, now. Now. Now, listen to it now. Uh, so uh, take a short break, grab a coffee, grab a beer, grab a couple or something, or grab a whiskey and a beer. Grab a couple. Grab a couple. <laughs> <laughs> couple of beers. Oh, right, I see. Okay. Um, and uh, just, can, if you're at work, obviously don't do that. But um, yeah, anyway, listen to the next episode uh, and we'll see you then.